I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow a side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews. So let's get started. This episode is sponsored by Your Business. That's right, Your Business. If you're interested in being a sponsor on a future episode of Side Hustle Pro, reach out to Nikayla at hi at sidehustlepro.co. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is the very first episode of 2017. Wow, 2017. We're finally here. I know for many people, they couldn't wait for 2016 to wind down, but I chose to focus on the positive as much as possible. And 2016 for me was a life-changing year. Just to give you a sampling of the things I experienced in 2016, I got engaged to my love Moyo in Hawaii, and that was single-handedly the best moment of 2016 for me. I love having a partner who I can relate to on a personal and business level, and I'm definitely looking forward to our big day in 2017. Another thing that happened in 2016, as you know, I launched Side Hustle Pro Podcast in June. And even though I was nervous as hell to put myself out there, here we are almost seven months later. I was also blessed to interview so many inspiring entrepreneurs and heard from listeners about how much they enjoy the content. You have no idea how much that all means to me. I I can't wait to bring even more stories in 2017. What else did I experience? I met and connected with other ambitious side hustlers via conferences like Blogging While Brown, Rise Empowerment, and Signature CEO. And I met and spoke to my business mentor in my head, Miley Teal, at two separate conferences. And I was also fortunate to meet and connect with you guys, with side hustlers across the globe in the Side Hustle Pro Facebook community. Another tremendous part of 2016 for me was my monthly meetings with my in-person mastermind crew, Jeanette, Stephanie, and Dana. 
These women, you guys, they gave me accountability, support, so much love that helped me to push through a lot of the mental barriers that I, I had and I chronicled in a few episodes and just really go after it last year. I remember when this podcast was just a mere idea and they just kept encouraging me to do it and they pushed me to go all the way for it. And then most of all, in 2016, I really enjoyed embodying the always keep learning mindset. You know, I just come out of in 2015 being in grad school for the last two years. And a lot of times when you complete and get your degree, you have this I'm done. Thank God feeling. And for a while, you might just want to chill, but really focusing on just continuing to learn, never stop learning, never, um, you know, get complacent in my game has helped me tremendously. So I've done that by reading, listening to other podcasts, going to conferences, and it has helped me to grow so much in one year. I always say you can design your life. And in 2016, that's when I started intentionally working towards the vision I have for my life. And I'm only going to step it up in 2017. So enough about 2016, though. It's 2017. And I thought, what would be more fitting than to start out the year sharing the mindset shifts I'm adopting to make 2017 great? I want to share these because I hope they can help someone else um, today. And I hope it's not overwhelming. I know there's a lot of beginning of year content, new year, new me kind of stuff going on. But for me, these are just three simple mindset shifts, mindset shifts that I'm focused on because I'm trying to up my game in 2017. And I know that these are the things that I need to work on to get me there. So number one is kicking procrastination to the curb. That's right. Procrastination, you can't live here no more. Me and you are through. <laughs> As I look back at 2016, I am proud of what I accomplished, especially in the latter six months of the year, obviously with Side Hustle Pro. But I can't help but think, you know, Imagine what I can accomplish if I work even harder, if I don't procrastinate on Facebook as much, and if I don't indulge in, you know, guilty pleasures and catch up on my occasional baller alert and celebrity news. And and what if I woke up early every morning and stopped snoozing my alarm? So don't get me wrong. Um, I am the last person to get on anyone. As I said, these are things that I'm working through. And I know everyone needs a break, including me and some fun every now and again to avoid burnout, to practice self-care. But there's a thin line and I'm really talking about lazy habits that just need to go for me personally. So the other day I was thinking about it and I realized that procrastination is just fear in disguise. Um, I thought about this. It was around 1030 p.m. and I was in bed. 30 minutes after I told myself I was going to sleep and all I was doing was just scrolling away on Facebook, like hopping from one post to the next. It's a habit. Having my phone in bed and scrolling is a habit I've broken on and off. Um, you know, I try not to sleep with my phone in our bedroom, but on this particular night, I was procrastinating on going to sleep. I was just kind of dreading all the stuff on my to-do list for the next day. And I knew that the sooner I went to sleep, the sooner it would be time to face all this stuff on my to-do list. And if I think about it, why was there even all this stuff on my to-do list that I was dreading? Because 
it was because although I accomplished all this stuff in a week and I, I accomplished like a good deal in a week, but I tend to procrastinate on the hardest, biggest task. And when I really think about it, I think I'm just afraid of making a mistake. And I procrastinate because I'm afraid of just having everyone say, ooh, girl, that was bad. Or, ooh, did you see what Nikayla did? Like, irrational fears. Irrational fear is something we have to push through. So no more. The way I've discovered I'm going to move past procrastination, a.k.a. fear, is to recognize it stare it in the face and kick it to the curb. I'm, I'm recognizing it and acknowledging it for what it is. It is false evidence appearing real. And then I'm gonna get back to work. So like that night when I realized what I was doing, I slowly, I stopped scrolling. I closed out of my Facebook app and I put my phone back on the nightstand. And then I grabbed my notebook with my to-do list and I outlined my priority tasks for the next day and week. And my to-do list, y'all, is in my um, hustle journal from my leak, of course. So I shrunk my list down to what I could actually accomplish the next day. I also pushed everything back that was easy, you know, the stuff I could accomplish really quick. And I just had it on the list to make myself feel good when I accomplish it. No, I moved that stuff back and force myself to devote my time to the hardest task, the one that most intimidated me, and then schedule the hours in my calendar, in my Google calendar, to work on that task so I wasn't taking no excuses for myself. So it sounds easy peasy, right? Well, not so fast though. It, it takes a lot of mental energy to push past procrastination. It's not about just saying it. It's not about just adding it as a bullet point on your resolution list or in your blog post list. I know this, you know this. It's a constant process. And that means when I wake up now, I'm doing that mental work. I meditate to ease my anxiety about the big to-dos that I have ahead of me. And I keep repeating affirmations and also visualize my day. I started telling myself, we're just going to do X task and then Y task. That's it. That's all. <laughs> and that's all we're going to focus on today, just to ease myself through that anxiety over that big, hardest task on the to-do list. So I know mastering this process will lead to way more success. It's kind of like what Dominique Broadway said in the last episode, you know, if I've accomplished all this without having my process down to a science, imagine what I can accomplish when I do. And that's what keeps me going. So, for example, I really realized the other day that I need a more streamlined system for the Side Hustle Pro podcast. Um, a part of the reason why it's not as streamlined is because, honestly, I need help. I need um, some virtual assistance up in here. But, you know, we'll get to that another day. But, you know, Side Hustle Pro is the foundation of what I do. It, the content I create on Side Hustle Pro is driven by my mission to empower more Black women entrepreneurs. And therefore, I cannot let anything slip through the cracks. Like, I've got to tighten it up. So I'm saying this right here today for everyone to hear. And this is not only something I'm struggling with. It's something I'm determined to master. It's not a complaint. It's not whining. It's like, look, here's what it is. And, and here's how I'm going to master it. I will have a longer lead time on episodes. There, so there will be no more Super Tuesdays in 2017. For those of you who don't know, Super Tuesdays are the long nights I used to have on Tuesdays before new episodes come out on Wednesdays. And although I would have time on the weekend to edit the episode and write show notes and social media posts, 
I also need a break and, and downtime too, just like any normal person. The problem is <laughs> I would take too long of a break and find myself the night before struggling to do everything in one night. No more, no mas. The funny thing though is um, I've always had a workflow for Side Hustle Pro. I've always had every single task that is associated with producing the podcast outline. I just I just didn't have hard deadlines attached to it. So that in turn caused me to procrastinate. This year, I've written out hard deadlines for each task to give myself structure. So for example, let's say I record an episode on one day, that episode will be edited that same day. The next day will be devoted to show notes and social media posts. The next day, the next day devoted to X and X. And every single process has a day attached to it. I also recognize that, you know, I need structure. I'm the type of girl that needs structure. So these hard deadlines help me to have that. And procrastination is one of those habits you sometimes slip into. You don't really realize you're doing it until 10, sometimes 20 minutes in. So here's what I'm planning to combat that as well. Um, one is to literally say to myself when I catch myself procrastinating, okay, girl, you're procrastinating right now get back on the grind. And two is to put myself in scenarios that decrease the likelihood of me procrastinating. So for example, I love going to coffee shops after work, but I kind of um, had scaled back on that towards the last several weeks of 2016. Coffee shops, though, they always help me to get lost in my work, to completely zone out and just get into a rhythm. So now on a day when I have a lot of work and especially podcast work, Work that's not related to recording because, you know, I need my at-home studio for that. But when I have a lot of non-recording podcast work, I will make sure I'm taking my behind to a coffee shop after work for minimum two hours. And that, in sum, is overall how I'm fighting procrastination. So to recap my mindset, my mindset shift number one, here's how I'm shifting out of procrastination in 2017. Number one, I'm recognizing that procrastination is fear in disguise. I'm staring that bad boy in the face and I'm rejecting that fear. Number two, I'm going to establish a realistic to-do list from the night before and put the hardest task first. Number three, I'm waking up and easing my mind through meditation or repeated affirmations. Number four, setting hard deadlines for my Side Hustle Pro podcast workflow. Number five, Checking myself when I catch myself procrastinating, then shifting gears immediately when I, you know, come to and saying, like, start doing the work. And then finally, number six is setting myself up for success by putting myself in the environment I need to do work. Now, this is as much as possible. I know this is not always going to be possible, so I'm not going to use that as an excuse to not do work either. This is just ideally I will aim to be in better work environments. So I'll be sure to give updates on these in my Side Hustle Diaries newsletter moving forward. You can sign up for that at sidehustlepro.co forward slash side hustle corner. Okay, so kicking procrastination to the curb was my first mindset shift for 2017. My second is breaking down my year. So in the past, I would write out this long list of goals for the year. I would take a vague timeline attached to each goal and find myself pushing it back or shifting stuff around as the year went on. And the result was 
I was not accomplishing everything I wanted to. And I was easily distracted when new ideas popped up that had to do with another goal on my list. But no more. No mas. Here's how I'm going to shift out of this in 2017. I'm breaking my goals down into 12-week sprints. I got this idea actually from episode 10 guest Courtney Sanders of Think and Grow Chick. Basically, instead of setting goals for the year, I've written up goals by month for the next 12 weeks. So now I know I've plotted out exactly what I need to do in the short term to set me up for the long term. So yes, I have other goals for the year, but when an idea about those goals pops up in my head, I'll write it down, file it away for the time. But I remember, hey, that's not my goal for this sprint. Let's stay focused. And what I'm focused on more so than the actual goals are these systems I'm putting in place to get to the goal. So this goes back to, you know, the whole side hustle pro workflow and deadline examples. If I want to make sure I'm giving myself an eight episode lead time, for example, my system is following the workflow deadlines. My system is practicing that discipline each and every day and each and every week. And that is what will get me to the goal that I want. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. I was reading more about this concept in an article by James Clear. I just stumbled upon this concept. Perfect timing, um, you know, to see this article because it's exactly what I'm focused on. And he does a great job of breaking down goals versus systems. The article is called Forget About Setting Goals, Focus on This Instead. And in it, James says, and I'm quoting him exactly here. He says, we all have things that we want to achieve in our lives. And for most of us, the path to those things starts by setting a specific and actionable goal. 
But when it comes to actually getting things done and making progress in the areas that are important to you, there's a much better way to do things. It all comes down to the difference between goals and systems. So what's the difference between goals and systems? Um, His examples, if you're a coach, your goal is to win a championship, right? But your system is what your team does at practice each day. If you're a writer, your goal is to write a book, but your system is the writing schedule that you follow each week. If you're a runner, your goal is to run a marathon, but your system is your training schedule for the month. And if you're an entrepreneur, your goal is to build a million dollar business, but your system is your operation, sales, and marketing process. You get me? You get James? Exactly. So I can already feel the effects of breaking my year down into 12-week sprints. Um, My plans feel more achievable, but I also feel and know that I will get more done because I've just broken it down into um, an action plan that's attainable and achievable in the time that I'm, I'm looking at. And as Courtney said, you'll be surprised what you can actually accomplish when you break your year down into many years. So you, you kind of feel like, you know, you get four years in one. Instead of dragging out a goal over 12 months, see how hard you can go in 12 weeks. That's what I'm doing. So let's talk again at the end of March and see how this first sprint went. And finally, the third mindset shift that I'm making for 2017 is revamping my mindset on selling. Now, many of you know, for most of the lifetime that Side Hustle Pro Podcast has existed, I've been talking about wanting to share my social media knowledge with the Side Hustle Pro audience in an organized way, starting with Instagram, starting with my first digital product. But I was dragging my feet and procrastinating for a lot of 2016. And the issue was one part procrastination and one part my aversion to selling. I used to feel like, I hate selling. I don't want to sell to anyone. It's either they like it or not. But going through the process of finally developing my first course has helped me to discover some new truths as it relates to selling. I want to share it with y'all. Here is what I've learned. So I've realized that there's nothing wrong with selling if you are providing value. Ding, ding, ding. When you're providing value, especially value beyond what you're charging, it's an easier process because you know without a doubt that you are going to bring it. So I think for a lot of us, I know I can't be the only one out there. Um, We have these great products and we struggle to sell either ourselves or sell the product or just in general because it's it's awkward. Sometimes it can feel icky, but it's actually something that every single business, no matter no matter what the industry is, has to do and has to master. And it's just a way to help communicate the value to the customer and then um, you know, do that transaction so the customer can then get the goods. And that's what I'm doing with Master the Gram. That's what I'm learning to do, at least because, again, this is still my first go round at the rodeo. <laughs> I know for a fact, though, that I'm giving way more value than what I'm actually charging. And that, you know, it, I know that everyone will go on to make more, way more than what I'm charging when they actually implement the strategies I'm teaching. So going into my first course, although I was dragging my feet 
I was telling my mastermind all the reasons why I was delaying too. And, and they kept pushing me to break through that mental barrier. And then it finally clicked to me after creating that initial webinar and seeing how excited people were after, you know, they were sending me emails about the content. They were already implementing the techniques that I, I teased in the webinar and seeing results already by putting those lessons into action. And that's when I was just like, you know what? This, this is why, this is why people create content and, and put it out there in the world because there's value there. And I finally realized that, hey, I'll be doing myself a disservice by continuing to keep my strategies to myself and just not doing a full course. It's kind of like that quote, or slip in my mind right now, but it's basically, you know, that there's someone out there that needs what you know. There's someone out there that needs the gift that you have to give to the world and you're doing them a disservice by hiding that and not giving that away. So that's how I now feel about sales. Um, although it's still a huge learning curve, I know now. I now know the importance of it. And I've also learned that it's okay to not have, have everything all polished. Um, it's it's more important to go through the process and get your feet wet selling. You know, people want you. They want your content. They want the goods. They don't care about the packaging. Like that can come later if they believe in you. Just make sure your content is on point. I think one of the people who um, embodies this the most for me is there's a, a workout video that I do. It's by Brandon Carter and it's called Four Minute Abs. And it's gone on to get like a million views on YouTube. Brandon Carter, I'm sure he's like, he, he's done very well for himself, but he made this YouTube video and he's in a closet. <laughs> He's in a closet doing this workout video, but the content is so good. You do that four minute abs, your abs will be killing you. And it just goes to show that when you're providing value, the packaging doesn't really matter. So stop stressing yourself about that and just get the message out there, get the content out there. So now with the encouragement of um, getting that feedback that I've been getting, I am so excited to be presenting Master the Gram to the world starting January 9th. Again, I am completely doing a mind shift on um, revamping my thoughts and, and approaches and ideas about selling in 2017. And I just can't wait to, you know, talk to everyone in the private mastermind community for that. I think Instagram is one of the most powerful social media platforms for brands today, like point blank period. And I think everyone should be taking advantage of it. So I'm going to keep beating that over the head until everyone's taking advantage of it. And in Master the Gram, we're going to dive deep into those tactics that I've used to grow my following and build a loyal tribe because it's not just about getting numbers. It's about really attracting engaged people. And in the course, we'll also go through step by step. So there'll be four modules plus a bonus module where you'll learn how to leverage Instagram to grow your brand, drive traffic to your site, increase your income, all of that. And then by registering, you get the daily feedback, profile reviews, coaching, and advice from me in our private Master the Grand Facebook community. So if you're interested in that, you can register today at sidehustlepro.co forward slash master the gram. I'll link to that in the show notes. We will kick off again on January 9th, but it's self-paced. So you can join anytime if you're listening to this after January 9th, just come on down, sidehustlepro.co, master the gram. See you guys in class. All righty. So guys, 
those are my mindset shifts for 2017. I am pumped for this year. Looking back at 2016, my only real regret is I feel like I could have been tighter with my systems, with automation and execution. And so that's my focus for this year. If you follow me on Instagram, you know my word for the year is execute. That means no more procrastination, no more overanalyzing. And if I catch myself even attempting to do those things, snapping out of it and then executing. And that is that. Now, before we wrap today, I would like to welcome my special guest, Moyo, back to the show. Moyo is my better half and partner in crime and host of the Daily Spark podcast. You can find him at Daily Spark TV on Instagram and on Facebook. I thought it was only fitting that I bring him on to share some of his mindset hacks because after all, we are on this journey called life together. So Moyo, what are your top mindset hacks for 2017 and how do you plan to achieve them? It's an honor and a pleasure to be back on the show. So in terms of mindset hacks for 2017, I really believe that a lot of the best advice is just classic. It's not broken. It still works. So some of the things I'm using in 2017 are those things that were just great for me in 2016 and even 2015 and before. And there are a couple of things that I'm adding to the mix that really aren't new to the world, but they're new to my life. So first up is um, what you call goal setting for now, goal setting to now. And this is a technique that's all about breaking big goals down into manageable pieces. And it comes from a book called The One Thing by real estate billionaire Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. And the way that this works is that say you have a huge goal that you want to accomplish someday, then you ask yourself, in order to accomplish this goal, where do I need to be in five years from now? And in order to be there five years from now, where do I need to be at the end of this year? In order to be there at the end of this year, where do I need to be at the end of the quarter, at the end of this month, at the end of this week, today, and what should I be doing right now? So it, what it, this allows you to do is to tie your big purpose to your priority, which is what you're working on right now. So for example, in, in my life, if I want to, you know, one of my big goals is that I'd like to impact a million people and have immense value on their lives. So maybe one of the things that I want to accomplish this year is to write a book. And if I'm doing that, you know, you can see how this goes. You just break it down and break it down until you're you actually have something that you're tangibly working on today. Works really well. Use it all the time. Another mindset shift or mindset hack or a technique I like to use is just-in-time learning. And I'm a big reader. I, I believe in reading every day, audiobooks, podcasts, and all of that. What ended up happening a lot last year is that I just kind of got into a situation where I was almost just reading to read and to put up numbers and be able to say that I'm reading a book a week or two books a week or whatever. And it kind of gets difficult to remember what you read sometimes and to apply the knowledge. How I've shifted this is to try to read things that pertain to the exact problem that I'm facing right, right now. So for example, if I'm working on a marketing issue, then I may read books about copywriting and implement them right away and so on and so forth. And I found this to be really powerful and it's something I'm going to keep on using during this year. 
Now, finally, the third thing I want to leave you with was it, it, this comes from an essay um, by what's this guy's name comes from an oh, whoever. Anyway, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Oh, it's Derek Sivers. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And for those of you guys who are like me, you may find yourself overcommitted to a lot of different projects and um, just wondering where your time went and it gets a little bit frustrated and overwhelming. A way to cut down on this is to just always ask yourself the question, is this thing a, a hell yes? And if the answer isn't hell yes, then maybe it's something that you shouldn't be taking on or committing to. And um, I've, I've been implementing this towards the end of the year, been helping me tremendously. And it's something that I really want to try to stick to and carry forward through the year. It's hard because you want to help people. You want to be useful to people. You want to be a good person, but you also have to take care of yourself. So I think maybe a good ratio is just saying that you can give give maybe 51% of yourself to other people and keep 49% to yourself because you need to take care of yourself to be useful to other people. Um, yeah, actually, you know what? Let me, let me just throw you guys a bonus uh, let me, before I get off the mic. And that's to do things that don't scale. I read this, reread this essay by Paul Graham. That's the Y Combinator founder. It says, do things that don't scale. And what that means is that when you're at the beginning of a venture, when you're small, don't compare yourself to where you'll be at when you reach that billion dollar vision or whatever your large vision is. Be kind to yourself and allow yourself to do things like be really scrappy to get customers. You know, you, you might think that the, the way that you're going after customers will never work when you're a huge company, but you're not yet. So you have to do certain things to give yourself that momentum to actually have that problem um, to figure out how to, how to better get customers when you're large. Um, so yeah, just guys, check out that essay and do things that don't scale. Now, any parting tips for our audience? I guess we could say that was the bonus you just added because your time is up and I was going <laughs> to ask you any parting tips for your audience, for our audience to establish systems and not just goals. I really think it just goes back to the first thing that I said. Just break it down into manageable chunks and then execute and make it happen. Alrighty, guys. And there you have it. That's our mindset shifts for 2017. Let's get it. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you want to hear more from me, head on over to sidehustlepro.co forward slash side hustle corner to get my weekly side hustle diaries chronicles about my own journey from passion project to profitable business. And if you want to find me online, I'm at Side Hustle Pro on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't forget to join the Side Hustle Pro Facebook community. Go to sidehustlepro.co forward slash mastermind. And as always, if you love the show, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.